October, but if you're not a subscriber, this I don't know, it's probably just some random time for you. So we're now doing some spooky edition games to kind of uh, get you into the Halloween spirit. And so for our first episode, I am the Ghostbuster of this episode. Andrew, with me are Poltergeist Keith, Hello. and the one who can never figure out a radio, Liz. Hey guys. And this was my pick. This was a game I wanted to have you guys play for a while now because I played this a while back and I absolutely loved it. And it is Oxenfree by Night School Studios. So we actually did a game of theirs before. I don't know if you guys remember. No. Was it After Party? It was After Party. Ah, that makes so much sense now. Uh, it does? Yeah. That makes a I lot of sense. <laughs> but I figured I was going to pick kind of a, a lighter, spookier game. This this isn't something that's super terrifying, but it's... I don't know if you guys got the same feelings, but to me, it made me feel really uneasy. But uh, <laughs> silence. <laughs> but Oxenfree is as you if you've played After Party, it's very similar style where it is a two D kind of narrative driven story game where you're playing a certain you're playing a character named Alex, and you guys are trapped on this island and being haunted by these weird spirits, and you're essentially trying to figure out the mystery as to why these spirits are trying to contact you and why they're keeping you there. But going around, I will start off. For me, this is a definite game. I. I really enjoyed Oxenfree a lot. It's not too long. I think the story is really compelling. I really love the writing. I love the voice acting. I think this is just a really fun game. I, I think I'm going to have to take a pass on this one. Oh, wow. the, it's not bad, It's, but I didn't think the story was overly compelling. And I actually did try to pay attention because that's about all I had. <laughs> it was all right. And it was a little creepy chills at times here and there, but nothing weird or nothing over the top. And uh, yeah, it, it, the after party makes sense because I went, this feels like after party, but about as fun, less fun in some ways, better in others. And that was my say, take on it. Do you think you were more creeped out by this game or Blair Witch? Oh. Blair Witch was just annoying. At least this one gave me some, like, spookies. So I guess this one? Oh, see, I didn't find this game spooky at all. I'm going to give it a game, but I think this game is meant to be replayed a lot, and I just thought that when you're walking around, it's so slow that I don't think I could play it again because, it would, for me, I was just like, pick up the pace. Like, I know it's a small map, but for me, that was really frustrating. I actually think that this game was... Uh, so I kind of found the map confusing at first and I went to YouTube and I had more fun watching a YouTuber play this game. And so for me, like, I kind of wish I had just done that because like seeing his reactions is a big decision at the end. And like seeing him like, be like oh, I don't know what to do because I, guys, of course I cheated to see what would happen. <laughs> As you didn't do. No. Yeah. So for me, I had more fun watching somebody play the game. But yeah, I'll give it, I'll give it a game. So, Keith, I'm really surprised that you did Why didn't you find the story compelling at all? I don't know. You're high school, I think, kids? Ju yeah, junior high. Ew. Junior high. That makes no, 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 sorry. You're juniors in high school. Okay, I was going to say, like, if they're that young, then that makes the whole story that much weirder. But 
I don't know. You're just a bunch of high school kids, I guess. So you show you go to this island to party, cool, and then I don't know. Your one idiot friend kind of gets you into some trouble, and then everyone hates you. And it's I don't know. I, honestly, it was the I think the biggest thing that drove me nuts about this is exactly what Liz said. It is so freaking slow, and I know that it's four <laughs> hours ish. Sorry to burst your bubble early on, on that segment, but at the same token, I felt like this game could have been 40 minutes if there was a simple, like, jog or anything yeah. like that. It it just, there was nothing to it. Ooh, some spooky ghosts. The end. See, I felt like they could have added more to the story because with games like this, like, there's this tragic backstory with one of the characters, and I feel like it's hard to get invested if you don't give me anything. And so, for me, they had, like, the tape players, they had they had one projector in the game, but I felt like because they had, like, the time loop and stuff, they could have incorporated even just, like, some video of them to get to know the characters, to find out, like, the terrible things that happened to them. So, for me, it just, like, give me more, because I just felt like it was, like, oh, we're just gonna, like, this person died. But it's, like, I... That doesn't make me invested in the character. So with all due respect, I completely disagree with both of you guys. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm I'm waiting for you to try and sell me on this. And I, and all this to say, I don't think it's bad. I just it's not worth much of it from my perspective. But sell me, do sell me. So okay, so I, I understand where you guys are coming from. You're like, oh, it's slow. You don't have a sprint button. But I I think it's it's clearly a game design because. Every time that you're walking, you're, there's constant conversations going on. You're almost always with your it. stepbrother, Jonas, and you're always learning about him and, you know, your family dynamic, his family dynamic, and kind of how you guys are being forced in this relationship as, you know, you guys are a new family. But yeah, obviously there's not a sprint button because then you guys would not hear 90% of the story. But they so, make the map bigger. I don't know. I just felt like there had to be some kind of way to fix that. See, I, I took it. And I think it's funny that, well, I think it's funny that you guys are complaining about this because... With If you think about it, After Party, the game that they did after, you were just standing and talking. And that's what drove me insane. At least in this one, you're kind of progressing. You're still kind of moving. You're still kind of doing some things, but still having a conversation. But in After Party, you're standing at a bar and talking, which was fine. But I, to me, I felt that was really boring. But I felt like the map was kind of confusing at the beginning. I ended up kind of getting it more along the way. But there is nothing more frustrating in this game than going the completely wrong direction. Because for this, you have yeah. to go like to the left but you don't realize that you have to go like down into the left and when you have to go over all that space again which it's my fault but kind of not because the map kind of sucks I, I will at least agree with you on that on Liz if there is no conversation and it's all done I wouldn't mind you had to be able to maybe pick up the pace a little bit I also had a problem too where I think it was my Xbox sometimes the dialogues were like quick time events like it would come up and I wouldn't even have time to read it so for me, I found that frustrating as well. I wish that you could just like have the time to pick your choice instead of, but you said you didn't have that problem. See, I noticed it. I didn't, I wouldn't say it was like a quick time level, but I thought it was intentional is I thought it was like a tense moment with, between the dialogue where you had to think quick on your feet and they didn't want you to sit and analyze the, the options too long. So I thought that was intentional where I did notice it. Maybe I'm wrong. But one of my complaints, actually, to the whole, there's kind of always dialogue going on, half the time I'd be showing up to somewhere that I need to be, and they're like, mid-dialogue, I think, I don't know if it's important, they won't shut up, 
I just want to know that I can complete this next event, but I don't know if I should start it because they won't stop talking. And there was at least once where I'm fairly certain I would have missed something pretty important if I had cut them off. So Yeah, sometimes it interrupted and sometimes it didn't. So I had the, the same issue with that. Yeah. I also think that sometimes, like, it didn't happen to me, but I was watching different YouTube videos to see different endings and things. And sometimes the characters would talk over each other. And the person would get super confused. So I definitely think this game also needs subtitles, which I had on. But I did too. Yeah, yeah. I, I just like it just sometimes didn't meld together very well. Yeah, I mean, I, I noticed that sometimes if it gets cut off, though, if it was something important, it actually would restart that conversation over. Because there was a couple times where Jonas was talking to me and I interacted with something and cut him off. But he would actually still kind of restart the conversation again and pick up where he left off. Well, he was also the only one that would tell you if you were doing something wrong or if you were going in the wrong direction. So whenever I was with somebody else, I would think I was going in the right direction and they didn't say anything. So I was just like, oh, I must be going in the right direction. Where Jonas would tell you, oh, no, it's that way. Or he would tell you, why would you put the radio away? Because I accidentally hit the wrong button. I didn't notice that. I didn't either. But granted, I already played this game before, so <laughs> I, I kind of knew what I was doing. Yeah, I but, just, I don't, I don't know. All in all, the dialogue just felt forced. And I get that, yes, you're a sister and stepbrother, or stepbrother, stepsister meeting each other for the first time, yada, yada, yada. It's uncomfortable, sure. But it just felt eh the whole time. And everyone annoyed me. There was nobody. It was very broody. Like, like what well, was me? Well, it was that. And it was one of those things where. I'm just, I'm in general, I'm not one for killing off characters in games if I have my way. I always like to try and get everyone to survive. I just generally think that's how game makers make things the hardest. Not always, I'm sure, but in most cases, that's your hardest angle is to try and save everyone. So I'm doing everything I can, but quite frankly, I wanted every one of them to die. They were (laughs) so annoying, every last one of them. I disagree. I loved all the characters. Like... I thought the dynamics of everyone were really interesting. So your main character, Alex, you know, you find out with her, you know, you obviously have this new stepbrother that you bring to the party. So you find out, yeah, you know, your dad is marrying his mom. And so you kind of understand that dynamic. But then you find out that her brother ended up dying like a year ago. And one of the girls at the party dated your brother and she kind of blames you for the whole issue. Then you have the goofy best friend who's kind of a burnout but is just really airheaded and doesn't really kind of grasp the situation. The only character was Nona. She was the only one that was like... She was kind of an airhead too. She was the one I like, (laughs) I don't care about. She's just like a means to an end. She was the love interest for the best friend. But I feel like she was the nice one. Yeah, but I I love the character dynamics. I thought they were interesting. Me too, but there were some things that were kind of unbelievable. Like at the very beginning when they got off the boat, the brother asked to talk to his sister for a second in private and Ryan was like no I don't want to be by myself and it's like you would that would never happen if I was like oh can I talk to you privately for a second and someone said no I'd be like I'm talking to them privately for a second bye <laughs> like oh. and you wouldn't say no yeah but that's why you kind of had the options I guess to the dialogue but yeah I don't I don't know it, it was weird yeah like everything about it felt weird at times and honestly I thought the dynamic was annoying because I've never been a junior in high school with a new step-sibling, I suppose. But if I'm sneaking off to this, like, crazy drinking party where with all my oldest friends, I'm not dragging along my new step-sibling that I just met that day. At least I don't think I am. Unless what? I don't my think parent... they met that day. Okay. 
but they definitely don't seem to get along coming into this. So it's not what the parents forced him. Hey, if you're going to go get hammered on a beach, you got to take your stepbrother. Like, he wasn't forced to go. She decided to bring him along. They didn't need to make it so awkward. I don't think she would have invited him if they weren't that close to begin with. Was she just trying to get him to, like, fit in? Because that's kind of the vibe that I got. Like, you know, meet my friends, hang out, because... I, mean, I, I think so. Too. But at that like, point, why does she care, though? She she clearly doesn't like the fact that he's, like, taking the space of her dead brother. So why is he there? She doesn't want him there. And there's no reason she should have invited him. It, it didn't make sense. And I know it's nitpicky, but it made to the annoying conversation because it was always just this weird ugh, in the back of, the, of everything. No matter who you talked to, for that matter, they were always talking about it, and it was annoying. Oh, I didn't pick up on that i didn't get the vibe that she didn't like him i mean yeah i i thought she i don't know i yeah i got the vibe that she was like okay with it i like, thought this she is... was trying to make the best of the situation yeah kind of thing that's a vibe i got i mean if you if you took it that way there was plenty of options you could throw him under the bus and i know that again that's a choice thing but like the very first time they asked they're like oh how do you know him again which, first of all, why are they asking that to begin with? Clearly, they should know that if they're her close, one of her closest friends. And then second of all, two of your three options. One, I think, is like, eh, some guy, or I don't really care. And then stepbrother. And two of the options are just super negative. I don't think she liked him. I think you're being nitpicky. See, I don't get why Clarissa was there. Like, I understand that Ren liked Nona, right? That's who he liked. Yeah. But it's like, if Clarissa very obviously hates Alex, then why would they create this, like, awkward dynamic between these two girls? Well, more people were supposed to come to the party. I know, but if someone blamed me for, like, my sibling's death and were super rude to me all the time, like, I, I wouldn't go. I wouldn't hang out with her. Yeah. I agree. I they feel like you would avoid like, the plague. He drowned. It's like, she didn't pull him under. Spoiler alert. It, oh. <laughs> yeah. They tell you pretty quickly. Yeah. Mystery. So I thought that dynamic was really weird. I, I do agree. Because obviously this isn't something new that Clarissa keeps giving you like the cold shoulder. If I knew yeah, she was going to be at a party, I, I would avoid her like the plague too. But also, like, I mean, this is coming from me who obviously isn't a teenager. And teenagers are very like angsty and stuff. I wonder if, if we were teenagers, we would see it differently. Like the dialogue, kind of the interactions... Maybe I would, but I always just find adults writing teenagers very weird. Like, yeah, we've been there before, sure, but it, I don't know, it just never feels to fit right, and it felt annoying and weird the whole time. Like, that, the weird game they play on the beach, I just, I, I don't know. I guess it's just a game of truth or dare, but I just, I didn't like the way the dialogue went and everyone kind of annoyed me and I was just kind of clicking through options at times, like paying attention, but generally being like, yeah, that one seems like it's the nice option because I'm just going to try to be nice and save everybody. I, I mean, I don't know. As far as teenage dialogue writing goes, I thought this game was good. I was, I didn't think it was too overly dramatic or I think with After Party... Well, I, there was something I didn't like about the dialogue. I think that it was like, was it pretentious? I don't remember. Yeah, and after party, yeah, I remember like the characters, like after party, I thought it wasn't written as well. Uh, yeah, like I remember one of the characters, yeah, being really pretentious, and just the other one is just, I don't know, the girl was just really rude. Yeah, I just feel like maybe teenagers are more dramatic than like I remember, like being a teenager. I don't remember. Well, an after party, they're college. 
Well, no, in this game. Yeah. See, I felt like they were making them way more dramatic than they actually need to be. It's just... You're on an island where they're being possessed by ghosts. I feel like yeah. they're pretty traumatic. And they're still complaining about, like, dumb, non-important crap. Like, I, I don't know. They're still just being like, oh, well, he's your snap brother. Like, yeah, we get it. <laughs> we're trying to fight off some ghosts. I don't care. Get off this freaking island. I didn't think they were that complaining. This really too, like, can't apparently, you know, cut you deep. These ghosts, like, they want to possess them forever. Like, I thought that was kind of... I mean, just give me an old-fashioned ghost story, if you like. Well, that's what I thought was interesting, is... I, I felt like it had a nice, interesting twist. And I thought, like, when you're learning the history of the ghosts, I really enjoyed it. But I felt like they didn't really know all the details, because there was... For some things, they like, oh, how did she know about it? The old lady that died, Mrs. Adler. And there were some things that they were like... Well, I don't know, but she knew, and here's something that will help us. And it's like, I felt... Like well, I that's why you find then. there's the collectibles in the game. There's the Adler letters, which you find these secret letters that she's writing, and she explains a lot more of the history. And then you also find anomalies, which also kind of give like these quick little voices, but they kind of explain a little bit too. Oh my gosh, there was one point, I was trying to listen to Anomaly, and someone next to me was talking, I think I was with Jonas, and he would not stop talking, and I couldn't hear it. And I ended up just giving up, because it was I just stood there for like five minutes, and he wouldn't shut his mouth, and I, <laughs> I gave up. And then I didn't want to go back, because it's so slow to walk backwards. And so I waited for the next like ridiculous load screen, and then I was like, well, I'm not going back to that load screen again just to be able to listen to this anomaly. <laughs> I will say I did not find a lot of the notes because I kind of just wanted to get to the ending. And like I said, I didn't want to replay it because it just felt like it dragged with the, with the long walking. So I guess that's on me that I didn't know more of the story. When it comes to replaying, I, I do like, agree with you. I probably won't play it again right away. But like I said, I played this game probably about a year and a half ago. And so picking it up again, I like forgot some of the stuff. And so it's a little more interesting for me playing this again and being like, oh, yeah, I remember this. This is really cool and kind of doing different choices. So I think that's what's kind of nice is you can pick it up, like put it down for a couple months or so and then pick it up again. And you'll probably enjoy it. You can get different perspectives from it. Yeah, I didn't really care about the different perspectives. <laughs> I just I couldn't be bothered with it. I did as you have so much hate for this game. No, I, it's weird because I didn't like. I are you the French person? No, no, no. no. We're gonna catch him speaking French. <laughs> I barely know English. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I don't. It's I didn't necessarily hate it while I was playing. It's just the more I'm talking about it, the more I realized how much I didn't like it, though. I think you're making me dislike it more. Because <laughs> even I, so I did end up getting all of the letters because I think there was like 13 of them and I was missing two of them and I just looked it up. Why? Because I couldn't be bothered to slow walk my way around the whole freaking island to find a little tiny glimmer hanging out in a, in a corner of something somewhere. So I just looked it up because it was just easier and it didn't ruin anything for me in the game. There was no like... I don't know, there was nothing secret or special you had to do to get it. You just had to walk to a certain area. So the collectibles didn't even feel worth it outside of a little extra storyline or the achievements. Well, just a little extra story or was it actually interesting? I found it interesting. 
I can. I, but well, like, I enjoyed the game. Well, so I will say there are aspects of it that can help you at the end of the game, and that was kind of nice because that clicked with me, and I was able to to I think change how the ending of the game went for me. But and and it helped piece together I think you know kind of the backstory of the ghosts. But if I didn't know that, I wouldn't have cared. I really, truly wouldn't have cared if it wasn't. It's weird, too, because in the game, the ghosts tell you that you have a time crunch. Like, you have to do it before dawn. But there really isn't a time crunch. Like, Because I feel like there, it's broken up into sections and you don't have a clock going. So I felt like I almost wish they gave me the urgency. Well, that was a concern. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Cause you I, actually would like if there was a clock in the corner run, counting down. If I was watching somebody else play it, let me, yeah, let I me. I would hate that. <laughs> Stress oh. me all the way out. But I just felt like, why say, like, oh, you have only until this time? Because that's also why I was just like, why get the notes, you know? Well, I mean, I went into the last segment at 6 a.m. Is that kind of... Yeah, it's scripted. Same? Okay, I wasn't sure. I, I knew I walked yeah. around for a while once it hit 6 a.m., but I wasn't but I just sure. figure, why have that, like, oh... Like, the time is ticking if you're not going to have the time tick. I will agree with you, though, because that <laughs> was, like, my one concern. I, I actually was curious. I was like, am I just going to lose this because I don't do the thing in time? And I wouldn't have even been upset at that point. Quite frankly, I would have appreciated that because I would have been like, well, that's my punishment for not doing a better job as I played through the game. That said, uh, yeah, that's kind of lame. Don't bother, Don't bother hanging that carrot in front of me and have nothing to do with it. Okay, I don't. I, this, I don't know why you guys are complaining about that. I'm glad that they didn't have a little timer in the corner. I'm not saying, I, I'm not saying bring a timer. it up if you aren't going to have it. Is what I was getting at. Because most people, like, if I was you know third party watching these kids, I'd be like, oh, if I was these kids, I'd just board up in a house and wait until morning till somebody comes and rescues us. So it's supposed to be kind of a way to make the story have more depth to it, like more pressure to it. Because yeah. A day we're essentially a full party. Cool, you guys are a full party. Just sit in the tower and just wait till morning, and wait till uh, the boat comes to pick you guys up. The end. Like no, it it had to give them a purpose and a reason to do like the things that they were doing and to keep following the ghost's instructions. Why though? Why couldn't why couldn't that end goal better than that? Hey, you didn't do this in time. We take over. We the ghosts, and that's how that ends. That's a perfectly fine ending. If it's a horror game, give it a give it a bad ending. Why not? Because this game is all about story. And if you're putting a gameplay element that's making you rush through, you're not going to enjoy the story. You're not going to learn about the character. You're I don't enjoy the story anyways. So what does it matter? Stories. It, this isn't anything new. See, I I like the story, but like I said earlier, I just wish that there was more to it. So like I I just don't get the investment that you did. What do you like? What would you want more? Just more story? Well, I think yeah, because I felt like they could have done more backstory with the characters. You have all these like time loop, radio, projector elements. I wanted to know more about them, and then I also, it just seemed like so ridiculous that they only had a couple hours before they'd be fully possessed, and it just it was kind of ridiculous to me for that. I feel like it would have been more scary if, you know, they did something to the boat and they were stuck there and they were afraid, or I just thought the story was just kind of, I mean, ridiculously unbelievable. Question, question about the Because being possessed by ghosts is very believable. Some people already. believe in ghosts. Yeah, yeah. but... Uh. So question about the time loops. 
Well, did it matter if you spun the stick left or right? Or it wouldn't you... work. It wouldn't. So work. if you whether you spin it left or right, it, the tape would still go in the proper way it's supposed to. Yeah. But you always had to do a certain speed. So whether you went left or right, it didn't matter. Oh, uh, it actually depended on speed. Yeah. Oh, um, I just did it until it worked. Yeah. Same. <laughs> so I, I didn't know that. Yeah, you're supposed to do the tape at a certain speed to hear the music. I will say, I do think that Clarissa was a little spooky, because we were talking earlier about whether or not the game was actually spooky or not. I didn't really find it to be scary at all, but it also was weird that they turned everything upside down and they made you see and hear things differently, because it's like ghosts can't do that. So I just, I didn't find it spooky, because I feel like the scariest things are the most believable things. Question. How do you know ghosts can't do that? Do what? Turn you upside That's down. That's true. Make you, that, make you hear weird yeah, things. Yeah, I guess I don't, I don't know. know. Just curious. Honest question for science. Because, I mean, did you ever watch Casper the Friendly Ghost? He never did that. Or yeah, Ghostbusters? Never did that. What about Beetlejuice? No, I just had people's heads spin around. I mean, I think that's pretty close. I'm going to go ahead and say you could turn things upside down then. But I I will agree with this. This game isn't like scary it's it's just makes you it's creepy so obviously you know being scared isn't everyone's jam so that's kind of why i picked this game because it's it's something that makes you a little uneasy especially if you have like headphones on the anytime you're interacting with the ghost and like the way they talk it normally sounds kind of like a, a broken up radio station it's really disturbing and i i loved just kind of the audio of it and it's not scary but it's I don't know. It made me creeped out. I like that. I did like the audio effects, and I think the voice acting was really good, too. I do think that the the main character definitely sounded like a teenager, which I kind of didn't like. Sorry for the teenagers or something. <laughs> she kind of like talked very dramatically. Well, they were teenagers. I know, I know, and that's like, they, they pulled it off. I'm just saying, like, I found the main character's voice a little bit, like, too much sometimes. <laughs> But I liked everybody else. Like, I loved Ren. I thought he was great. I guess saying teenager voice is really rude and inaccurate. Because I know adults who, who talk way worse than that. But I, it, she just was kind of dramatic in the way that she spoke. I like you looked at me when you said that. What? Dramatic? I know adults who don't even talk that well. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she, she wouldn't be wrong. I did <laughs> like the way that the ghost spoke in terms of, like you said, that weird... Like, broken up. It just sounded like it was things that they had picked up over the years, basically over the radio. And they were piecing together a conversation. It was almost like a weird ransom note of, of dialogue. And that was kind of cool. And it, and it sold me at first, but I also was like, is this aliens? Because it took me a little bit to figure that out. Um, and then once I figured out it was ghosts, I went, oh, ghosts, okay. And that was about <laughs> the, the level of excitement I had for it. I wonder right. if they picked like the triangle symbol because like Bermuda Triangle. I wonder if that's what they were because it is kind of like they did kind of have an alien vibe. Now that you say that, it didn't really seem like ghosts. Well, it's all about like relays bouncing off of each other. So I think that's kind of the purpose of the triangles. I don't as well. know anything about the Bermuda Triangle. I just know that there's something like. Maybe you're right. I don't know. I don't know much about the Bermuda Triangle either. So let's go with that. And you cracked the triangle. <laughs> But, I mean, I enjoyed the voice acting of the game. I I thought everyone did a fantastic job. I actually felt like the conversations flowed well. So I'm doing another playthrough of there's an achievement where you don't speak at all to the entire game. And so I'm like, I feel like this is going to be really awkward for a lot of the conversations. 
But surprisingly, I think the voice acting actually does a pretty good job, like still keeping the story going, even though your character is just sitting there like an idiot. But she does still speak. You a little don't bit. When you interact speaks. with things, like she'll say something about the thing, but I'm not choosing any dialogue. So there's a couple times where it's like people are asking you a direct question. Hey, what do we do? And you just stand there like an idiot. But Well, why is she the leader? I know she has the radio or something, but it's kind of weird they just appointed her. Yeah, that's how she pulled rank. She had radio. Pretty much. I wouldn't want that responsibility. That's how the military determines rank. Who has the biggest radio? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I think that's accurate. So I will say this, it felt like it could have been like a high school teen horror movie. And I think I would have been fine with that if they kind of had fun with it at all, but it tried to be too serious. Like if it had been a little more lighthearted and like poked fun at the fact that like, Hey, this is just like a high school teen horror movie. then it all would have made a lot more sense to me. Yeah, because I really liked Ren in it. Ren was kind of like the comedic relief. But he but wasn't that I, funny. He was just annoying. Yeah, I think if it was, if there was more of it, and also, come on, he he got them in this mess by having them eat those brownies with stuff in it, and then he's going to eat another one in the middle of it? I would have been so mad. Like, you're going to get high when there's ghosts coming around and about to, like, ruin your lives, and you're going to have another brownie and hang out in a tower. Oh, I would have smacked him. Okay, so if I recall, when we did After Party, I felt like you complained about the opposite. Because After Party was both kind of humorous, but still had a very serious subject. And I'm pretty sure you you had the same complaint of, I want one or the other, either serious or comedic. And I felt like this Auction Free was a lot more serious. It has like some humor to it, but very little. Like, it's not meant to be a humorous game. Yeah, but this game had an opportunity to pull like some parody. And it didn't. And it was a letdown. I just think there's no pleasing you. No, I just thought it was boring. <laughs> what did you think of the graphics, Keith? I thought they looked like After Party. Um, so I think there was that. I thought they were alright. The environments were pretty cool because they did vary-ish for the most part. But they were alright. I don't know. It didn't blow me away. There was something about it that reminded me of something I can't put my finger on, but there is one thing it reminds me of, which is, I think it was a book from my childhood. No, it was definitely a book from my childhood, <laughs> but what I'm unsure of, I think it was called like Rocks a Boxin or something, and the graphics remind me of it, but I feel like there's something that we've played or something that I've seen recently that reminds me of it, and I definitely like the mood of it, like the trees and stuff. I, yeah. I thought it was really cool, but there were some times, and I told this to Andrew when I was playing it. There were some times when I wish it would zoom in. There were some times where, like, when you're walking and it's zoomed out and it looks really cool, especially when they're climbing the tower, but it almost felt like they were avoiding showing them close up. Because, like, there were sometimes during, like, dialogues or certain scenes where I'm like, I feel like this should be panned in. I agree with you. I, sometimes I, I do wish it was a little bit more closed in. But overall, I didn't mind that it was zoomed out because I love the environments. I think this island, like seeing the island and how wide, like in a zoomed out mode, really kind of gives character to the island. How it's, you know, a campground now in a small town. It used to have a military base. At 1.2, there was even like a parish that was being built there. Like this island has a lot of history to it. And being zoomed out, I felt like you could really see it. But I love the art style of it because to me, it looked like it was kind of a watercolor painting 
it, that your characters are kind of moving on. And because of the design too, I actually thought it was really easy to navigate. Like I could easily see the paths that I can walk on and stuff it like that. It was kind of clunky walking sometimes. The, like the walking was a little clunky. You have to hit a certain point to yeah. do a certain corner. But there were, I think the only time that they were really zoomed in on them was with the photographs, which I don't know if there was more meaning to the photographs than the things like what was supposed to be spooky stuff in the background. Because like there was one point where you took a picture of a mirror and and them like it was Jonas and Alex. And I knew there was going to be something creepy in the mirror. I was like, oh, something's going to be in the mirror. And there was. But I felt like that was the only time that really zoomed in. And I felt like they maybe should have done more with their faces. Made them more expressive or... I mean, and also, why are you taking pictures when you're trying to, like, save yourselves? Because they're trying to capture ghosts. You need more collectibles in the game. That's one thing. Well, those are unmissable collectibles of the photos. Still, you need collectibles. Need to have them. I don't know. Why do you take pictures when you go out and walks, Liz? Oh, okay. If someone was trying to kill me, I wouldn't be taking pictures. But first, and let me take a selfie. Why? If if they murder you, then there's evidence. No, I mean, I would get a picture of them if I was stuck and I couldn't, like, and I would be like, oh, let me do Snapchat so that, uh, you know, it'll send to somebody you can't destroy, my, destroy the picture. But you would never be in that situation because... When are you going to get stuck like that? You'd just be running for your life. You never know. In the woods. I would I would just run. <laughs> Spoopy ghost. I feel like you're being a picky. I'm just saying, like, if someone's <laughs> trying to kill you, you're not going to be like, let's take a picture to remember this moment. <laughs> I would. Well, how have we no, not addressed not. that these are just, they're juniors in college and just apparently all of them are just great rock climbers. That juniors bothers in them. high school. Yeah, whatever. They're, they're, no, I'm sure... There are many, 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 many juniors in high school who are far more capable of athletic feats than I am. I will never argue with that. But what, they're just all just pro rock climbers? They're just climbing up and down all these all these sheer rocks up and down without even question? I didn't like yeah. that. I climbed no. many a trees when I was younger. Yeah, I did too. But I wasn't climbing rock, like, you know, rock ledges. Well, they live near an island, and Adler had a lot of money. I feel like maybe they come from wealthy homes, and they have one of those uh, rock climbing memberships that all the bougie towns have. There are some towns that have those, and people will pay hundreds of dollars a month to climb a wall. You guys are going all over the place. (laughs) I'm not buying it. Come on, let's uh, let's end another thing complained about here, Keith. Maybe they're all trying out for Ultimate Beastmaster. (laughs) How do you know this isn't all a time loop? Oh, uh, did you see, like, the trees were totally, like, conifers? Like, oh, man, like, that island would not have those kind of trees. Like, come on. Let's be uh, realistic here. I mean, I, that's actually a good point. I don't I don't know if conifers <laughs> trees would grow on such a small, like, sea island. Okay. No, seems okay. strange. Okay. I mean, you're the one who brought it up. Why would you go camping on a place that you'd have to, like, take a boat? I feel like there's so many places inland. Because it's not like you're like going to find a lot of berries and deer and stuff on an island. Like, Don't you go camping with a tent to forage and hunt? Okay. And there's I'm ghosts gonna... there. Why are you camping on an island with ghosts? My goodness, people. Think you know better. What? I'm going to take a page out of your nitpicking uh, guidebook here. The one thing that <laughs> confused me, this actually did confuse me. What fairy delivers junior high schoolers to an island that is clearly closed for the night? Juniors in high school. And goes... Like, here you guys go. There's a bunch of shops right. and stuff. Don't loot or anything. They're have rich. Fun. They paid them off. I was right. They're rich. They have a membership to the rock climbing facility. They paid <laughs> off the guy on the boat. 
Oh, I just assumed the guy on the boat was a ghost, too. It was a ghost (laughs) ship. He died at a time where he knew how to do that, uh, ride that particular model of a boat. But, Mm -hmm. like, or drive. We probably lost everyone. Like, probably everyone quit listening to this episode (laughs) at this point. (laughs) I apologize. I don't know what you're talking about. This is fantastic dialogue. Uh, so, That's a really good point, though. Mm-hmm. I'm full of them. All that being said, I think you guys are being nitpicky. I think okay. this game was wonderful. Okay. Delightful, even. Achievements were all right. So, yeah, we'll go to the next segment, I guess. Achievements. <laughs> you didn't like my transition. <laughs> Andrew's just gotten progressively sadder throughout this episode you know, and more irritated. Just achievements. Go. They happened. There's a thousand points of them. Sure, you listeners, get them or you don't down. get them. I'm getting sick of listening to you guys. I'm sure our listeners are too. I was in last place. I didn't feel like playing it again. Frenjamin Spanklin. That did make me laugh. What? Frenjamin Spanklin. That was an achievement? Yeah. I did not know that. What was this achievement? It's a it's an achievement for slapping Ren, in the game. Oh, what situation do you slap him? Because I never got the opportunity. It's it's in the game that that hippo game they play, where I think you're supposed to rat him out to Nona that he likes her because Clarissa is all like, I think Ren likes Nona, and you decide to be the good friend or you don't. But if you're not the good friend, you get to slap the heck out of him. Wait, why do you slap him? Because the game they're playing was called Truth or Slap. Yeah. Oh, truth or slap. Okay. Well, they call it hippo, I think, which is dumb to begin with. But then they, yeah, it's truth or slap, basically. <laughs> but yes, the achievements are are fine. Like they're they're not going to make you do anything crazy. But overall, I think this game is for achievement hunters. It's a pretty short game, and just through one playthrough, I had four hundred fifty gamer score, seven achievements out of ten. But you do have to play it more than once to get all the achievements. Yeah, you do. So, I mean, that's the kind of nice thing about the achievements is that they're kind of making you try these different perspectives. Because, like, there's one achievement where, you know, you become friends with everyone or you start a relationship with Ren and Nona. But then there's also achievement to, it's called I'm the Firestarter and you make enemies with all of your friends. So it definitely, yeah, makes you want to play back again and try to do the different aspects of the story. See, I don't know. Unless it drastically changes the ending of the game. Eh. I couldn't, I couldn't care how their relationships changed. The big decision at the end, it really doesn't change the ending that much. It's more like the decisions you make throughout it with like your friendship percentages at can, the end. Can we do a quick spoiler here? Like, and we'll mark it or something? Because I am curious to see if you, if, assuming we all finished it, obviously. Like, do we all get the same ending? Oh, I, I, I'm I, assuming we all try to go for the good ending. Yeah. Which so, I did. Uh, I, I looked up the endings before I finished it. I paused my game. <laughs> so, yeah, I I saved Clarissa. And I used one of the, like, I, I was like, oh, hey, Michael. And then I made friends with the ghosts, and I think they let us go. But then I'm also in a time loop at the end of it. But I don't know if that's just how the game goes. Yeah, I'm in a time loop. And the person that I was watching on YouTube who did... Uh, not save Clarissa. He had the time at the end too. So that's so always. I don't think thing. it really matters. Yeah. And Which I'm pretty sure I feel that like you didn't even line. notice the time loop at the end. I had to point no, out to you. No, granted, I I beat this game a year and a half ago, and I'm almost finished my second playthrough. But I was like, oh, I don't remember that part of the aspect of the game. Yeah. 
Yeah, it was all right. I did <laughs> I did get Ren and Nona together though, and then I made friends with Jonas. So I did those things. That was my ending. And Clarissa just exists, but she moved away. Oh well. No big loss there. Bye, Clarissa. So overall, the achievements are are fine for the game. I, I like I said, I think it is worth your time for achievement hunters. Uh, I will say on Xbox, they actually do have time played, and apparently, I beat this game in under three hours. <laughs> Keith, you have put five hours and thirty one minutes, and Liz did six and a half hours. Okay. Okay. It said something different on my Xbox. Well, apparently not. Okay. It said a little under five hours for me. But I believe you. Maybe it includes time paused or something. But uh, getting into our final thoughts, I guess I will go first. So, as you can tell, I enjoyed Oxenfree. I think Oxenfree is a lot of fun. It's something that isn't too long. I found the story interesting and I really enjoyed the characters. I thought the backstory and the interactions with each of the characters was compelling. I do agree. I think the walking around got a little bit tedious. It was pretty easy to get lost. But once you start to figure out, like the island's not too big. Once you start to kind of figure out things, I didn't think it was too bad. Even playing it again through the second time, I'm enjoying it. I think this is a, a really fun game. I'm going to give it an 85. I think this is worth your time. It's it's a little spooky, but it's not something that's going to keep you up at night. Um, I think it's a perfectly fine game from build perspective. I just don't think it does anything overly like wowing or anything that could drive me to really be over interested to it. it it had a start it had a finish it was a game it was pretty easy um i'm really curious but, but honestly i don't know i i a 68 because it's not nice and i know i've used that joke recently but i i just i don't know I, yeah it's getting old like it's well it's also not like i from like i said it's a perfectly fine built game and i I don't know. It's just not very good. Fine, 65, just to give it a round number and still not care. Oh, I'm kind of... I'm going to give it a 77. I was leaning towards 75, but that just seems, like, too low. I felt kind of mean. I'm going to give it a 77. But looking at medic... Let me reiterate all the reasons I've given. (laughs) Okay, never mind. I'm just kidding, I'm just kidding. No, I liked it. I don't want to play it again. I really like the graphics. I think it's worth your time, especially, I mean, for the gamer score. Even if you play it through once, you'll you'll get quite a bit, and you could beat it under five hours probably. So I think it's worth your time. I just, I thought I was going to like it more, and I think that's my big disappointment with it. So that's why I gave it kind of a okay score. Looking at Metacritic, we have 78 and 7.6. I was really surprised. One of the critics gave it a 45, and every other one was really good. So Was it in English? It was in English. <laughs> so the critic who gave it a 45 said, I congratulate the developers on the quality and production of the dialogue, but as a whole, Oxenfree is a weightless slip of a game that left no lasting impressions. Another critic who gave it a 75 it feels, as I said, like Oxenfree's writers had written themselves into a corner and figured a mostly unexplained off-screen resolution was the only way to get out of it. And then from a user who gave it a zero, our fourth <laughs> and silent co-host, he was definitely all over the place with this one. And he played this game two years ago. It was a 2018 review. But one quote from what he's written, he loves the word turd. 
over the years, I mean, it doesn't matter what year he posted the game. He loves the word turd. But it looks like a written game by Woody Woodpecker Allen, the whiny binocular nerd, still in a state of verbal colic. Woody Woodpecker Allen? He doesn't Gosh. like Woody Allen. And he mentioned Woody Allen again as well. Um, but he's he's not a fan of him, I guess. He's not a fan of anything. <laughs> Is this Amazon? Can I? We need to have I, we need to have a conversation. I need I need to talk to this person. They <laughs> I, they just this is just fascinating. I need to know more about them. Woody I refuse Woodpecker to Allen watch such a Woody good Allen reference. movies, so I don't know exactly about his movies. So you I'm, know everything yeah. you need to know because you refuse to watch his movies. There's a reason why, because you don't like him because he's Woody Woodpecker. <laughs> <laughs> Verbal colic. He's got some uh, colorful reviews, I will say. <laughs> I, I will say, I, I actually agree with that 45. I'm sticking with my 65, but the way they wrote their their right, their reason. I, no I, lasting impressions? Yeah. Nothing to it. I don't want to go back and play it. And I won't. All right. I guess we'll stop torturing our listeners at this point. I'm sure they're all really sick of hearing this. I'm delightful, and you know it. So I'm going to wrap it up here. Thank you all so much for joining us. Uh, if you would like to write us an email, we're here at GamePassGrabBag at gmail.com. We're also on Facebook, GamePassGrabBag, YouTube. We're on Xbox Live, Game Pass Pals. We're all over the place. But I've been your hardcore gamer host, Andrew. You can find me at Xbox Live, Firebird0952. I'm also at Twitch, twitch.tv slash Firebird0952. Come on by and say hi. Um, I'm Keith. Nope, that's it. I'm Liz the Noob, gamer tag coming on Dean. I'm on Twitter at Liz the Noob, Noob is EW. I feel like the longer we do this, the harder it is for me to get out. It is weird. I'm like, come yeah. on, Dean. <laughs> if you're a subscriber and you're listening to these episodes up to date, be sure to have another spooky game for you next week. But until then, see you guys around. Bye, guys. Ooh, yeah.